And the book we're doing today is 365 Days of the Warrior. This is Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Hey, welcome to our first episode of 2021. How exciting is that, everyone? That is so exciting. So good to be out of 2020. (laughs) Since Jackie is going to remain silent on the issue. I'm just (laughs) so happy to be here. Yes. We're going to start 2021 by saying who we are. Really? I'm Sensei Michelle. (laughs) I'm Sensei Michelle, and this is Wildcat Dojo Conversations. I'm with Sensei Jackie. And I'm Landon. Welcome, everyone, to 2021. (laughs) (laughs) And today we have such a special thing. We're with Sensei Jim. He's been with us many times. Say hi, Sensei. Hey, everyone. Thanks for having me back. We have no idea how far back you have to go to hear his bio, but we suggest you go back and listen to all of our archives, don't we, Sensei? Yes, we do. I think that uh, Sensei Jim should be named the Wildcat Dojo Conversations book correspondent. On that funny note, we're going to introduce the book. And the book we're doing today is 365 Days of the Warrior by Master Joe Collegian and Master Tracy Broussard. Okay, we're going to start with just mentioning a couple of things about the book. Start me out, Landon. Okay, Sensei, I think that this one is pretty cool. Uh, The book was published in 2006, and a fun fact is that that was before I was born. I was born in 08. So there you go. That Younger is a fun than me. Fact. That's the only reason you're not in the book. Because <laughs> you weren't even born yet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'd like to jump in and mention that our friend Sensei Melissa did all the design work. And I certainly hope that our listeners get a chance to read this book because the design is inviting and mm-hmm. uh, beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. as pretty as any coffee table book you might have. And then it could start a nice discussion between you and guests who pick up your coffee table books. Sensei Melissa, you did a great job. Yeah, it's absolutely lovely. All right. I'm going to follow that by saying this. We like this book so much that we are hard pressed to find anything bad to say about it, even though we really like presenting both sides of every subject, don't we? Us, for sure. We do, but I can't find anything negative to say at all about this book. I would say it easily fits into our world of controversy because some of the um, entries by Master Collegian are his opinions. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Strong opinions at that. I think the only problem with this book is that there are too many good passages to choose from. We'll get to that's a tease, isn't it? It is. We'll get to that one, won't we? I'd like to start out by saying that I reached out to Sensei Tracy to get some input. And although because of the holidays, we really didn't get an interview in, she did take a minute to write me. And here's what she said. Hi, Sensei Michelle. This was such an exciting project for me because it included not only the Sensei, but the students. It included not only experienced writers, but novices as well. All thoughts were welcome. And everyone's contribution was something that spoke to that student's experiences as a martial artist. My favorite part of the project was at the end because everyone was so happy and proud of what we had accomplished together. It was no small feat to come up with 365 unique thoughts that had the potential to inspire and inform. 
The craziest part of the project was reigning in Master Collegiate. His experience and talents were so vast that we had to narrow down exactly what kinds of things would be included in the book. I wanted all of the entries to be martial arts oriented, while he sometimes wanted pure poetry. At the end of the day, we compromised. I have so many favorite days in the book, it's hard to pick just one. But on October 22nd, Master Collegian says that refusal to change means certain death. This is an important one to me. It brings to mind the lesson of the silkworm, as well as reminding us that life is a continuous series of changes. Our willingness to change or to have grace when change is forced upon us is something I have to constantly work on. I agree with Sensei Tracy about adapting to change. It's something we've talked about a lot on the podcast, haven't we, guys? So much. We've talked about it. And the podcast itself has had to adapt to changes. She says as we wait for planes to go over. (laughs) And I'm going to say that we are going to talk about passages in the book, but that is not where we're starting. Although I really want to give a shout out to Sensei Tracy. She and Master Collegian co-founded Rock Press, and that is who published this book, Rock Press. And she's extraordinary. She's been on the show. She'll be on the show very soon, by the way. Sensei Tracy said to me that the book was on Amazon in soft cover only for approximately $25. But I looked yesterday. And as of yesterday, it was not on Amazon for approximately $25. There were three copies available, one hard copy for over $700 and two soft copies for $50 each. So my suggestion is that you keep your eye on Amazon because she is working on getting that book up and available at a reasonable price. In the meantime, you're just going to have to make do with our little podcast today, aren't they, guys? (laughs) Yes, Sensei. Of course, if they follow us on Twitter, Landon, we'll tell them when the um, prices are, you know, reasonable, right? Yes, they come to the center. Yes, of course. And Our Twitter handle is Wildcat Dojo, and we're Wildcat Dojo all over the web. So look us up, folks. Us? Us. 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 All right. Let's get to the book. One of the ways to read this book is what I think you're planning on doing, Landon, which is to read one passage each day and give it some thought. Is that still true? Is that still your game plan? Us. This is being recorded on December 26th, so I don't know how it's going yet, but if we ever do another book podcast, I may have to give a little update. Or he can um, give you guys an update every couple of months on Twitter. Of course. But another way to read the book is just to look up a particular day. Did you guys look up particular days? You start me out, Sensei Jim. Did you look up any particular days? Yes, I did. I looked up my own birthday, of course. And I looked up uh, July 4th. And I looked up a few other um, holidays just to see what was put in the book. I looked up July 4th. I looked up the birthdays of everybody in my family. Oh. That's cool. That is cool. You know, it's it's funny how um, dates just hit you. Did you do it, Landon? Yes, I did. I did my birthday. I did the day of my bar mitzvah. Uh, I did my mom's birthday, my dad's birthday, my sister's birthday. So all the family. Family. <laughs> yeah. It was fun. That's I funny. liked it. I did it too. I looked up a couple of different dates. And some of the dates uh, definitely matched the person. <laughs> yeah. And some don't. And some don't. Yes. Some of them are polar opposite. You know what I love to do um, is sometimes I'll just rifle the pages through my fingers and see where fate stops me and see what, if that's a good message for the day, almost like it's my own 
365 horoscope. Like I, that's what I was yeah. understand. I was just opening it and putting my hand on a page and I would see what it was. That's a good way to do it. Okay. Let's mention the way Master Collegian and Sensei Tracy were so inclusive. They reached out over and over to get people involved. There's an index in the back of the book with a list of authors. And I'm going to say there's a couple hundred. I there's didn't a lot count of people, it, but there is a lot of people. Wouldn't you guys agree? Yes, for sure. Definitely. And on that note, there are a couple that are worth mentioning. Sensei Harmon and Sensei Jackie both have poems in the book. So cool. You'd have to look those up using the index when you get your copy. And you too, Sensei. We know that yes. you have some too. Yes, yes. Wonderful. But I don't think mine are poems. I wasn't feeling poetic and at that particular point when they were writing this book. But he also included two children. One is uh, Sam Silverberg, which means Max Silverberg is in there too, isn't he? Yes. But he wasn't eight years old at the time. Sam, we think, is the youngest person to be in the book. That's what we believe. And it says that he was eight years old. And then there's another really young one, uh, Taylor, who at the time was 10 years old. And so that's kind of cool that he, that he included the kids. Yeah. And, and I think it was, was so cool the way they actually said individually to people, please write something for our book. We want you to be in the book. Which is how you get a response. Yes, they they were very uh, good about asking. They asked for cues to write. Everybody, very inclusive. Very perseverant. Yes. Yes. And very patient (laughs) while they waited for all the things to come in. And then they had to put it all together. I can imagine it was a monumental task. Oh, for sure. For sure. Definitely. Okay, now we're going to talk about some of our favorite passages in the book. Oh, good. Oh, wait, can I say this? So I read the book from cover to cover, and I made a list of all the passages that I liked, and I figured I would go back and pick a favorite. Okay. Well, I ended up with 37. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of favorites. How many did you end up with? Oh, probably 20-some. I don't know. How about you, Sensei Jim? How many? I had 25. 25. Yeah. And, And Landon, how many did you end up with? I went through and tried to find the four best, and it was hard. Oh, that's not possible because it's different in everybody's view, yeah, right? It was so hard. So many good Anyway, ones. then I decided to go through those passages and narrow it down, kind of like my own brackets. Yeah. <laughs> and I got it down to 18. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sweet 18. So I'm not doing too good, but I only, I'm only going to mention one when it's my turn today. But I do believe, Landon, that you're going to start us out. Us, I am going to start us out. My passage that I really like is on January 15th, and it's on page 15 of the book, and it's a U.S. Navy SEAL maxim. And here's the passage. The more you sweat in training, the less you bleed in battle. And I really like that just because I think that it really has such a deep meaning of kind of practice makes progress. Um, And how when you, you sweat in training and work on everything that you have, then, in the long run, that will help you. And I really like that. There's no way we can disagree with that. That's right. right. <laughs> and, and there's nothing like preparation. Every every organization's motto is something like be prepared. Yeah, we love preparation on this end. We're, we're big preppers. Us. Going all the way back to our Go Bag episode. I was just going to say that. <laughs> and, our, and our Peter Urban plan, you're working, working, yeah. plan. I mean, there's yeah. just nothing... That doesn't speak to that, Landon. That was a great choice. 
But on that same note, Sensei Jim, what makes Landon's choice stand out is the concept of sweat. You know, what you put into something is what you take out of it. Absolutely. There's and that's even, another aspect of that same thing. Don't you agree, Sensei Jim? I do. And uh, there's actually a passage in the book titled Sweat by Master Collegian. Um, I don't have it marked right now, but I remember reading it. It was really cool. We'll have to look it up someday. Oh, I'm next. Oh, you are? Cool. I love it. I picked a passage by Master Joe Hess. Master Joe Hess was one of Master Collegian's teachers. He is still an active karate teacher and martial artist in North Florida. So look him up if you live up that way. And he's just an outstanding human being. He comes up again in our in our next episode on kickboxing. And here's what he said. A non-lethal controlled action will usually divert any attack. And you will sleep a lot better knowing that you subdued rather than killed an attacker in a situation that was manageable. Mm. Nice. So in other words, it's um, reinforcing the view that understanding alternatives to deadly force is technically an excellent lesson. And our style is one of the few styles that really puts a lot of emphasis on alternatives to deadly force with the three come-alongs that we teach, the most famous one being the arm bar, sometimes called bar arms. (laughs) (laughs) But don't get me into the Shihan Hanshi discussion, Landon. (laughs) (laughs) Or even bar holds. But Sensei Jim and Sensei Jackie, you guys both 100% realize the power of having an alternative to deadly force. Of course, Sensei. It reminds me of Master Collegian always talking about working the full spectrum of anything, really. But when it comes to a technique, it can go from just a tiny control technique to deadly force and everything in between. Good one. I had totally forgotten that phrase, and it made me smile when you said it, Sensei Jim. Great. (laughs) And that takes us to you, Sensei Jim. What's your saying? Okay. On page 171 of the book, which is June 18th, there is a passage about confidence from Master Joseph Collegian. And the passage is, the tree of fear cannot grow in confident soil. And Mm, I really like this one. Um, You know, we all have our fears and we can choose how we deal with it. But through training, we build our confidence and it allows us to face our fears. And Master Collegian used to say, and we've mentioned it before on the podcast, confidence is an awareness of your strengths, where fear is your body's awareness of its weaknesses. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love that one. That didn't make the book, by the way. For those of you who didn't get to spend time with Master Collegian, you're just going to have to remember that one. There's a lot (laughs) in that statement. (laughs) I'm so glad that we're recording it for eternity. Yes. And what I think is so cool is that because we're talking about recording this, this will go out in the first episode of 2021, and this book is about the whole year. Yes. So I, I really wish cool. people could get out and buy it right now. I really do. But now we get to practice our patience. Right. <laughs> I don't think that's a clean segue to your passage, Sensei Jackie, but what do you got? What I have is a poem. Ooh. A short poem. It's on page 21, January 21st. Tapping the tsuka, the blade awakens. It is time to seek the blood. While leaving its home to seek its destiny, the Saya prays for its return. I think that this is such a beautiful way to say that you only fight for what you you must fight for, for what you must defend, 
because the Saya is always trying to draw the sword back to where it belongs at home. It's a beautiful poem. Yes. It's by Master Cleegion? Yes, it is. Nice. Yes, it is. And it's his, his softer side coming out. And it's also his um, philosophy in poetry. Yes. You know, coming out in poetry. I think I'm the only person who didn't say, and I'm sorry about this, Master Hess, that you are on July 7th. And in the hardcover book, you're on page 190. Sensei Jim, would you like to add one more while we have some spare time? Okay, sure. I have one. It's on October the 16th, page 294 in the softcover version. And it is called True Strength. Through years of hard work, you create the disciplined body and the power of the martial artist emerges. But it's only when the warrior embraces the love of a compassionate heart that the true strength is found. And that is by Master Joseph Collegian. I love that. I do too. Um, I have it on one of those little things he used to give out at different events. There's something like that about the compassionate heart. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, he I, used to give out those all the time. Yeah. It's, I anybody, can add to anybody, what you said. On page 260, so right around the corner from yours, he wrote, fighting is like gambling. Bad odds. Bad odds. Bad I, had that one. I love that. I, like that I had that one marked right? as well. <laughs> okay. Who wants to finish me off? Sensei Jackie or Landon? You got one, Landon? I think you have one, Landon, that you like. This is January 4th, the day that this podcast will go out. Excellence in the Martial Arts by Robert Contrusi. Excellence in training is the result of caring more than others think is wise. Excellence in training is the result of risking more than others think is safe. Excellence in training is the result of dreaming more than others think is practical. Excellence in training is expecting more than others think is possible. Hmm. First off, a huge shout out to Sensei Bob Contrucci. It's great to hear your name after all this time. If you, by some rare chance, listen to this podcast, give us a, ha- a shout out and say, hey, let us know how you're doing. Us, we would love to hear from you. Awesome poem or saying or piece of advice. Excellent. Right, Sensei Jim? Oh, I thought it was really good. So I'm going to finish up with a shout out to Sensei Tracy, who is on page 159. And I like it because it changes the complete subject out of the fight. And it reads like this. One need not be on the top of Katahdin or in a national forest to appreciate nature. Look at the sky. Do not allow the wildflowers surrounding us to blossom and wither without witness. Wow. Isn't that a wonderful way to finish? That's perfect. Uh, I didn't look. So you guys can look here and see if it says. I'm guessing that the cherry blossoms on the cover of the book our Master Collegian's artwork, because he did a lot of artwork. I'm going to look here on page two or three and see. Did you guys happen to read that? I didn't read it, but I know they told me that. Oh, they told you that? The night we were signing books. It does look like, you know, what he's painted on the tonfas and things, some of his weapons. Mm -hmm. It does look like it, yeah, but it doesn't say there that he did do it. Sensei Tracy will listen and she'll let me know, and I'll read it in a listener mail. A listener mail, thank you. Can I add a little, do I have time for a little uh, piece of good news? I'll make time for a little piece of good news. <laughs> of course. Well, I just saw that there is now one book left on Amazon for $15. 15 So, anybody? Oh, but that's go? not the only book left on Amazon, one book for $15. The real Correct. expensive one's still there. Yes. <laughs> oh, so but that's good if news. A, if you want to get a good price. Jump in there and pick it up if you can. So what we need to do is we need to have the audience tell us what they think of our first book review. 
us. Right? Love- I don't know that we should call it a book review, a book discussion episode. Book episode, yeah. How do we like that? Because I loved it. I loved it. And, and you know, since Jim, I think you were the catalyst for us reviewing or talking about books. Absolutely. Oh, yeah? When okay. you were on one of the days, we said, let's do it. And then we decided right, to do this right. book. Okay, great. Yeah. So I'm we're going to we do did. it again. We don't know what book, but watch our Twitter and they'll tell you. Okay. Thank you. With that, I'm going to go. Oh, you know what we didn't do at all, Landon? We didn't mention. Honor, Honor Athletics, athletics of course. <laughs> Honor Athletics, our true diehard sponsor. Thank you so much, Cynthia. Reach awesome. them at honorathletics.com or 770-945-5150. And don't forget, mention Wildcat Dojo at checkout for your 10% discount. Every time I forget to say that. Thank you so much. And with that, it's time to say goodbye Sensei Jim, thank you so much for taking your time to do this. Well, I really loved it, Sensei. Thank you for inviting me to be on the show again. Please. You know you're going to be a regular. Okay. (laughs) And uh, Linda, why don't you start it out for me? Bye, everybody. We'll see you next week. Goodbye, and thank you for listening. And I'm Sensei Michelle, signing off. Thanks for being here. Hope you join us again on Wildcat Dojo Conversations.